this is Courtney Matsoki from Azura Dream Travel, and this is Locali. In this episode, we are heading to central Italy to Tuscany's capital, the birthplace of the Italian Renaissance, home to Michelangelo's David, Brunelleschi's Duomo, Giotto's Bell Tower, art museums and galleries such as the Uffizi and Palazzo Pitti, the Library of San Lorenzo, housing Italy's most important collection of antique books and testament to Michelangelo's architectural genius. Even the churches of Santa Maria Novella and Santa Croce are art museums in their own right. Benvenuti a Firenze. Welcome to Florence. A little history on Florence. The city of Florence was originally a Roman city, and later, during the medieval times, a strong trade and banking center, which made it one of the wealthiest cities of that time. Between the 14th and 16th centuries, it was one of the most important cities in Europe and home to one of Europe's most famous noble families, the Medici. Florence is a treasure, so much art, beauty, incredible cuisine, and history, all in such condensed space. As I walk through the unchanged streets of Florence, I love to imagine Leonardo da Vinci, Brunelleschi, Machiavelli, and Michelangelo walking upon the same stones. But today, we aren't talking about walking. We are talking about riding, bike riding in particular, because our guest today has a combined passion for cycling, great food, wine, Tuscany, and slow travel that will take you down the back roads while giving you a local's experience from the seat of a bike. I would like to welcome Elena Boscarini, co-owner and tour leader for Bike Florence in Tuscany. Ciao, Elena. Benvenuto. Ciao, Courtney. Nice to be here with you. Yes, I'm so happy to have you guys here. I know you've been really busy, which is so exciting. So you are originally from Verona, which is in the Veneto region, northern Italy. So let's talk a little bit in the beginning about your background. Yes, uh, I am originally from Verona, which is a beautiful, beautiful city, one of the less known by Americans, so I invite you all to visit Verona. Uh, you know, life uh, is kind of sliding doors, and that is true. In the middle of my life, like Dante Alighieri says in the Divine Comedy, I attended uh, my last mountain bike race in Mongolia, and there I met uh, uh, Piero, my 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 business partner and husband right now uh, it was 2010 so almost 12 years ago after two years of dating and going back and forth by car from Verona to Florence from Florence to Verona and whatever I decided that I was done and I moved definitely to Florence Piero was the owner of the most beautiful bike shop of Florence he was kind of done also with his job because, you know, it's all, it was by the time always a, um, a, a matter of price. People were getting there saying, I want a bike. Uh, which, uh, which is your price? Uh, because I found this bike at a lower price. And he's a passionate man. So he was kind of sick of uh, speaking about money, 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 only money. And by that time, the first uh, tourists were entering in the shop, asking American tourists, asking for renting bikes and possibly also a guide uh, leading them around. Because, you know, if you don't know the area, it's not that you rent a bike and you go. So we decided at a certain point to be courageous and we founded this company in 2013. Uh, our biggest challenge, in my opinion, was the language. We are not American, we are Italian. 100% Italian, so we don't speak the, the, the English that you speak. So my biggest concern was this. But it was just a concern because we created something so unique, beautiful and passionate that people liked us so much. And we are here 
seal doing our beautiful bike tours. Oh, that's so wonderful. And your English actually is very beautiful. So, of course, I'm sure our listeners really enjoy hearing the beautiful Italian accent. <laughs> Thank you. When you were younger, you were really involved in sports and you would travel around the world for road bike competitive events. Well, you know, I am a non-stoppable person. So I I really want to move always. And sport is a great way to, to be healthy and to have a lot of fun for me. Uh, competitive uh, cyclist is a big is a big word. I just paid to attend <laughs> <laughs> cycling race all around the world because I love travel and uh, still uh, doing that by bicycle is the best way ever. So even right now there is no vacation if there is not a bike. So that's why I did competition. It was just fun, fun, so fun. And, uh, and yeah, and I met very nice people and so it was a good idea. Right, and a very healthy lifestyle as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, Bike Florence in Tuscany. So, when did you say that your company was officially established? So, uh, November 2013. So, if COVID wouldn't have hit, it would be right now 12 years. Oh, wow. Wow. But you see, we have a little bit of a stop, but we are studying again right now, so no problem. Right. Yes, I'm so excited to hear that so many people are beginning to travel back yeah, to Italy. Yeah. Businesses are getting busy again. And people from the States, believe it. Yes, Americans are starting to travel yeah, again, too, as now years. it's yep. completely open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really exciting. Let's talk about slow travel. You guys are a slow travel company. Yeah. What is your definition of slow travel and how do you think travelers gain a more authentic experience by supporting local businesses with this philosophy? Well, first of all, you know, you can visit a region at the best uh, if you are in the hands of locals, not of big companies that name themselves to know the region, to know the land like locals do, but locals, real locals. And Tuscany is a, a big farmland, especially the, the area of Tuscany we work in. So let's say Florence, Siena, Chianti, southern of Siena. It's a land that you have to visit slow and easy. That's how it's meant to be. So that's how we lead our tours. It's not a, a cycling race. Uh, there is no rush. Uh, it's a very leisurely ride. Uh, and uh, we love to show you like that uh, the best of our region. You can dip in the region. You can dip in the countryside. You can enjoy the smell of the, country, the countryside. You can see the seasons changing. It's always beautiful. 12 years round. It's not that it's beautiful in the spring or in the summer, not in the winter. It's always super beautiful and super colorful and super hilly, of course, but no problem. Our tours are fully man supported, so no problem, no, no fear of the hills because they're just beautiful to be scouted and to see the view from up there. Yes, Italy is full of stunning scenery, especially the small country roads with rolling hills of vineyards, cypress trees, olive groves, sunflowers. So Tuscany is known for its landscape, but also for cycling. So maybe you can elaborate on this a little bit. You can talk about um, cycling in Tuscany. Yeah, cycling. Uh, well, you know, I am kind of a, a cyclist as a region, so I love Tuscany because it's a beautiful land for going hit the road all the time. So you can go for hours, you can go for a couple of hours, and you still have a lot of fun. Depends on your fitness level. Tuscany is very interesting for professional cyclists because in the winter the temperatures are very mild and the region is very hilly. So it's the perfect itinerary to train, 
I mean, interval training, climbing up and down the hills uh, during the winter, that's the right region to come. So we have many, many, many professional cyclists coming to train here. And that's one side of the cycling history of our region. The other side is the uh, cyclotourist side of our region, which is uh, not cycling and going kilometers a hour, but just going slow, enjoying the land, enjoying everything that is around you, which is way better on the saddle of a bike than inside a car. Of course, yes. you don't have the air conditioning, you don't have all the comfort <laughs> of the car, but still it's super, super beautiful, way more beautiful than uh, with a car and more sustainable for the ending, of course. So there are Absolutely. many, many problems. Yes. And so Bike Florence in Tuscany is located in Florence. So let's discuss your location and the ease of access for travelers who are arriving by train or by car. Yeah, we live in Florence. Of course, we are based in Florence. And Florence is the perfect site to go if you want to visit this region because it's very centric and by train, by car, by any means, you can spread yourself outside Florence and see the old region. Plus, you can also see Florence, the museum, whatever is beautiful in the region. We usually pick up our guests in the morning, let's say 8.30, 9 o'clock, depends on the tour, at or very close their accommodation. All the cities of Italy, all the, um, the sites of Italy have uh, a big uh, area uh, controlled uh, of the traffic. So you can drive inside this area. It's called ZTL area um, limited to the traffic so we have to pick up our guests outside this area but our city compared to the u.s cities uh, it's very small so it's very walkable any anywhere you stay you have to wait uh, to walk sometimes uh, five ten minutes until the meeting point that is uh, always different depends where you stay there we will pick you up and then drop you off in the afternoon once you come back so That's Florence amazing. is perfect. It's perfect to see Florence. It's per Florence downtown. It's perfect to see Tuscany. Yes, very true. And Florence, that's one of the things that I love so much about the city is that it is so walkable. It's such a yeah. beautiful city and so much to yeah. see in such a, well, small amount of space, really. Absolutely, yes. Well, it's a medieval town. So by the time they didn't have cars, shoes or whatever, they, they are walking Exactly. And then that's what it remains of Florence, luckily. <laughs> It's not a metropole right. like New York, yes. Exactly, exactly. So um, you guys partner with some local businesses to bring authenticity to your tours. So let's talk about some of the cycling experiences that you offer. Well, let's begin with for foodies. Yep. So first of all, we have chosen the smallest uh, wineries, the smallest activities of the countryside. So these ones, they don't export. So they just produce wine or food for passion more than for business. Their business is another one. Sometimes they, are, they have apartments, they have villas to rent, they have other businesses. But still, for family, um, since lots of generations, they produce wine. So they still keep going with producing wine with a lot of proud. And that's the thing. It's uh, organic wine. It's organic pecorino cheese. So it's that kind of food that doesn't make you fat. So the, the, the first uh, um, fear of the people is, oh my goodness, I go to Italy and I come back uh, with losing weight and gaining weight. It's not true because our food, the, the food you eat in Tuscany is organic. So it doesn't intoxicate your body 
Of course, you don't have to exceed too much, but you can drink a glass of wine in the afternoon or for dinner without waking up with this bothering headache in the morning. Means that it's real wine without any addiction. Same for the food. So if you come riding with us, you don't ride eight hours, but you ride a couple of hours, an hour and a half, a couple of hours with many stops for pictures. And in the meanwhile, or after the finish of the bike ride, you taste food, you see Siena, in the beginning you see San Gimignano. So it's uh, a, a day that top it all, the visit of the of the top, uh, of the must tops uh, of, uh, of Tuscany, plus uh, the local food and also a little bit of biking. Can be more or less challenging depending on you, depending on your fitness level, but no problem. We sometimes accommodate people that uh, have ridden the, the last time when they were three years old, or people that ride uh, every day or they commute to work by, by bicycle, also from the States, from Canada. So any kind of people, also kids, from two years old onwards. So we have small bikes, we have all the attire and all the things that you need to have a beautiful day together with a family, with a friend, with other people that you meet on tour. No problem. Yes, and we'll talk in just a minute about your incredible fleet of bikes. What about for history lovers? What kind of tours might you offer for history lovers? Or do you have a favorite tour? Well, the San Gimignano to Siena is probably our unique tour because we are the only company who has uh, invited, created this beautiful, beautiful itinerary because it's really beautiful, panoramic. There are sunflowers in the summer, there are poppies in the spring, so it's really beautiful. It's immersed in the, in the vineyards, uh, in the olive groves, but you see San Gimignano early in the morning once uh, the swarm of tourists has not arrived already. You see Monte Rigioni, which is a hidden gem of the area, very less known by the people coming from the overseas, because if you don't know Monte Rigioni exists, you just see on the highway, but you see, oh, another castle. Instead, Monte Rigioni is a place to visit. And then at the end, you have Siena. In Monte Rigioni, you can have a wine tasting, which is optional. You don't need to, but if you want to taste some good Chianti wine, you can. So in a day from Florence, you have everything that you can have also with biking. It's a little bit of a tight day. Of course, you don't stay in San Gimignano hours. You stay just uh, uh, 45 minutes at the beginning. You see Siena in a couple of hours. But in, in all of that, you have also the biking, you have the wine tasting, you have your lunch, you have everything condensed in one day, in one leisurely day, not in one day in a rush, which is beautiful. Yes, that's so nice. And it's also really nice that you offer um, a van. Um, does the van mm -hmm. follow the riders? So, for example, if you purchase wine or other local products along the way during your trip, how does that work? Well, we have a, a seg that supports all the tourists, all the guests, which are not tourists for us. Uh, in the mean that if someone is, uh, is, uh, is sick of riding, someone is tired, someone is too hot, someone is whatever, can hop in the van and follow the ride in the van for a few or until the end. And yes, any purchase of any kind can be put in the van until we come back to Florence. Not to mention all the wineries partners we use ship to the States, ship to Canada, ship to Australia. They don't export, but they can ship your purchase if you want to send it back home. So no problem at all. It's a That's, way to um, purchase straight to the, to the producer. Without absolutely. Any, anything between. So when you're riding around, let's give our listeners kind of a visual of the scenery as you're taking the back roads through Tuscany. 
So I guess many of you have seen this famous movie Under the Tuscan Sun and that's what our guests most of the time say once we stop for pictures. Oh my goodness. That's same as Under the Tuscan Sun which by the way was not filmed in Chianti but southern in Cortona and this area. So the, the area is a little bit uh, farther south but that is the Tuscany you see. So green many tones of green you can see flowers depending on the time you come you can see always many many vineyards more or less with leaves more or less with green leaves that become yellow brown and red in the fall the fall is also very beautiful you can see sunflowers so it's yellow you can see um, poppies which are red so it's a very colorful and hilly land hills uh, give you the sense of distance the sense of uh, sightseeing and make everything super beautiful. So Tuscany yes. is relaxation. It's uh, it's greenery. It's uh, it's countryside. It's being outdoor and so peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. Yeah, you just drive outside crazy Florence because Florence, of course, it's it, it's a city with many tourists. So once you get outside the city, you can even imagine how quiet it is. You just hear the sound of the birds. That's it. Oh, and, if oh, the pod- and, and, and your wheels, of course, speaking. <laughs> oh, if the board. podcast is cut short, don't worry. It's because I am on my way to Italy to see you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you offer this incredible fleet of bikes, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You really do have a bike for everyone, no matter the age, height, skill level. So what might you say to someone who is hesitant to book a tour because they are concerned about not being in shape or maybe to someone who hasn't ridden a bike in a while? Well, first of all, I have to say that a bike has to be pedaled. So I don't think that the bike goes by its own. You have to pedal a little bit, which is nice. That is the fun part. Um, most of the times we have requests. I just uh, finished with processing um, a booking for the next year, for the 10th, 31st of March of the next year. There are 14 people in a group. And one of these uh, is hesitant if to, whether to bike or not. I don't know if it's too old, if he has a surgery or whatever. So he said, if I can't buy, what shall I do? You can stay with us in the van. But however, if you think you can, give it a trial. You can start. And if you see it's too hard, our rides are always affordable, are a mix of downhills and a few slopes to, to climb. So it's nothing too difficult for anyone. However, you can try. If you don't feel comfortable, if you, if you, if you, anything, there is a van with you. So no problem. You can hop in the van and take beautiful pictures of the group. That's and you how it works. also, yes, and you also offer some electric bikes as well. Absolutely. Um, that is also an option. But again, if you don't want to bike and if you want to stay in the car, if you want to go with electric bike, if you have small kids and you have to put them in the rear baby seats or you have to tuck them along with it. So no problem. We, we have a solution for everyone. We are very much customizing every ride. Right. Very flexible and convenient Absolutely. as well. So, yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask as well. So I have three very sweet little girls, ages 10, 6, and 3. So wow. I, love tra- I love traveling with them whenever possible. But we sometimes find issues with age restrictions for these types of experiences. So are there any age limitations for your tours? Um, and what experiences do you offer for families? So the, the youngest child we can put in the rear baby seat is two years old, and that's the limitation. 
no limitation for the elder, let's say. <laughs> as long as they feel comfortable on a bike, it's no problem. And again, they can just bike uh, a few miles or one mile or a half a mile, no problem. They have just tried and then they get in the van. Uh, also, along the ride, you can choose to stay in the van or keep going riding, so no problem. Um, we don't have any limitation because our tours are very small group tours. It's not a, a big bus. It's just uh, a maximum of six people in the mixed group tours. They can be 14, 20, whatever is the number of your group of friends or family, but it's just you. So no problem. Really no problem. The only thing you have to, to be able to is to be balanced on a bike, know what is a brake, that a bike is a, a thing with two wheels, and you have to move your legs <laughs> to keep it going. Even if it's an electric bike, it's, it's not a motorbike. Thanks, God. Yeah. <laughs> too dangerous. So that's the only uh, thing. So, okay, so switching gears just a little bit. Um, I would love your opinion on the environmental effects of mass tourism on Florence. Um, and how has this inspired you to create more sustainable experiences? And how do these experiences support your local economy? Mass tourism has been a big issue, not just for Florence, for Florence, for Venice, for Amsterdam, for many, many cities. And after the COVID, we all have a new vision of hosting tourists. It will be much different because you know, every every bad thing has a good side, every downside has a good side. So that is the, side, the, the, the good thing of the COVID. We, have, uh, we all had the time to stop and think about what was happening before. Biking, of course, uh, is, the way, is the best way to keep the social distancing, which is still something to care about right now, and to go, at least with us, in small groups, which is uh, a good way to not use the car, but use another mean, especially not just on the tour, but also get more familiar with this beautiful mean that is a bicycle and then keep going once you go back home. You can't even imagine how many of our guests after a few write us an email saying, you know what, you get inspired, you have inspired me. So now I want to buy a bike. Which bike did you did I ride? Did I read when I ride when I was with you? Because I want the same bike, the same electric bike or the same uh, muscular bike because I want to start riding more often. So once you try and you fell in love with this beautiful mean, with this beautiful way of exploring, of commuting, of moving, you get inspired and you want to try again. And that's beautiful. Because the more this increases, the more the world will be safe. Absolutely. And your style of travel is also very sustainable because you are taking tourists outside of the busy Florentine center and heading out in the countryside to show them maybe the smaller side of Italy. Yeah, absolutely. And also always on back roads with low traffic. So we know that everyone, especially when outside his own country, is scared about cars. And Italians are very famous for being crazy drivers. It's not true. We are crazy drivers like everyone. But for sure, we bring... <laughs> it's not that Americans are less crazy drivers. I know that in the States, uh, there is a big percentage of Italians which has influenced your way of driving, maybe. But still, we only take our guests, especially with kids, on low traffic back roads. So you see the most beautiful back roads of the area and uh, outside the busy traffic. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. And with the best bikes, because it can't be a good bike tour without the best bikes ever. That's uh, the, 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 what my, my husband, Pierre, always says. Uh, 
being an expert of bikes, of course, for having had the, the bike shop for a long time, he always chooses the best bikes, uh, the lightest and the best working is possible for our guests. Along the same lines, I read an article yesterday on CNN Travel, and I'll make sure to post the link on our social media, regarding Italy's fight to co- combat over tourism. So Italy's economy depends on tourism, but during COVID, it did give companies, as you said, and communities time to kind of plan a responsible and sustainable way to reintroduce travel. So Ike Schmidt is the director of the Uffizi Gallery, and he is launching his Uffizi Diffusi, or Scattered Uffizi, this summer, where up to 100 regional galleries will be created in the next five years to combat over-tourism in Florence. So basically, chosen artworks will be housed in small towns and villages to spread tourists um, and ancient palazzos and other buildings, some with crumbling infrastructure, will be converted into exhibition space. So have you heard of this project? I find it absolutely genius. Yeah, I heard and I read the same article you read, I think, a couple of days ago on the CNN Traveler. Uh, it's a great idea, especially to show to people coming to see the Uffizi that these artists were not all born in Florence, but also outside Florence, in the Mugello Valley, in the Chianti region, around uh, Siena or whatever. So it's very nice, bright, brilliant to see the the paintings of whatever, not all of them, but part of this in the area, in the village where this person, uh, this artist was born. And that's the most uh, beautiful thing uh, of this project that is going to take place uh, already this summer and will be very much uh, spread out the next year. So whoever comes, please look at the Uffizi Diffusi and try to go to the places to see where the artists were born and where they started to work. It's really very nice and very, very good to learn. Yeah, and it marks the 700th anniversary of the death of Dante Alighieri, who was from Florence. And it will really give travelers an opportunity to see works of art in other beautiful small towns and villages and have kind of an authentic experience in Tuscany. So Tuscany, in essence, will become a gallery, which is fabulous. Yes, in fact, you're right. Also, this, I was thinking, will be an excellent opportunity for your business um, because many of the towns are already drawing up cycling routes um, to create art trails. So I cannot wait to see what you guys have in store. Yeah, exactly. That's what we are going to do, especially in Mugello, because Mugello is the valley in between Firenze and Bologna, where the Medici family were. They, they were from there. They were farmers from this area. And again, is one of the less known areas of Tuscany from overseas people. And that's one of the areas which will host uh, many of the, the opera of the artists uh, of the Uffizi Diffusi. So it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice uh, chance, a nice option to see the Uffizi Diffusi, but also to bike from a place to another to visit uh, the small museums that will be held in the area. So it's, uh, again, by bike is the best way to visit. Right. So, yes, I think this will catch on in other cities as well moving forward. Um, Hopeful, crossing fingers. So my last question for you. Henry Miller was an American writer and artist who once said, one's destination is never a place, but a new way of seeing things. So how do travelers see Florence and Tuscany in a new, maybe different way, from the seat of a bike. 
Well, you know, first of all, biking uh, uh, is not that common for Americans, which are our uh, our biggest uh, tourists and guests. So trying to do that uh, and visit Tuscany in that way is always a big uh, a big reward for everyone. And again, uh, by the seat of your bicycle, you see the land in another way because you plunge inside the land, you plunge in the nature. You are just... Uh, Uh, in contact, in straight contact with the nature that you're seeing and with the place that you're visiting. So it's totally different in the way of uh, of vibes and feeling that uh, your heart and your, your mind records. And once you come back home and you just watch the pictures and have memories of what you have just seen and lived, is another way to get in contact and get in touch with the, with the region Tuscany. So we want to show to everyone that... Uh, Tuscany is not just Florence. Florence is super famous. Florence, Siena, the two biggest cities and most visited by tourists. But it's not just that. In between Florence and Siena, there is a beautiful land that since century is farmland and for centuries will be farmland. For willings of the administrations of the land in between the two cities, nothing will be built in the next centuries, I would say. So if you come in 50 years, you see the same countries that you have seen 50 years ago. And that's amazing, I think, because everything is growing. There are um, buildings everywhere, but not in this uh, beautiful, relaxing farmland that is the Chianti in between Florence and Siena. So it's uh, biking, it's a way to appreciate and to see how beautiful and uh, another way of living is uh, once you are here. It's not in Milan, it's not a Russian, it's not... It's a... It's a very leisurely way of living. We have many um, small towns called slow towns because really life there is slow. It's much slower than in other big cities. And it's uh, like life should be. Absolutely. Grazie mille, Elena. I want to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to Elena Boscarini of Bike Florence in Tuscany. So for more information on Bike Florence in Tuscany, photos from the interview, an incredible video of the Tuscan countryside from the seat of a bike, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Azuro Dream Travel or visit us at azurodreamtravel.com. So, Wanderlusters, Azuro Dream Travel can plan your sustainable dream trip to Italy by connecting you to small local businesses. Let us help you create your own Italian love story. Mm-hmm.